both with a new demographic, Syrian families fleeing the war in their country. And that's really where this story begins. We left Syria after about one year and a half from the beginning of the war. Uh, before I don't want to leave Syria, really, because I have house and I have shop and everything was okay in Damascus. But after the bombing was up, up the roof, up our roof. The and, roof of uh, your house? Yes, yes. And my uh, family all scared, really, they scared. We decided to go to Lebanon. After we decided to go to Egypt, I tried uh, in Egypt to find also work, no work. I decided to go to Libya. That area that he was living was actually the first area any Arab and Syrian would know. It was the first area in Damascus to be sieged from both sides. From both sides. So if he went this way, the Free Syrian Army would shoot. If he went to Bashar al-Assad's way, they would shoot. That's Ayad Al-Rosen and Rafat Hazima. Rafat speaking to me there through a translator. And these two fathers from Damascus came to make the same decision. They also became friends under very challenging circumstances. And they both boarded that same ill-fated boat from Libya. So you might decide that life is intolerable in Syria, but then you've still got to choose whether to risk your life and the lives of your family and also your life savings. Here's Ayad and Rafat telling me why they felt this boat was their only option. In Libya, I uh, opened shop there and I began their uh, new life. But uh, also there is bombing and there is thieves in Libya and no, no, no safe life there. And actually now Libya is in a, in a bad now, state? Now, yes, very bad now, Libya. Maybe we are lucky because we are left Libya. After that, we decided to go by the sea because this is the first choice, the only choice for us to go to another country and we find safe and I can find a future for my sons. He said, I wanted to leave Syria with dignity. He went to all the embassies, Libya, Libyan embassies, European embassies. He applied for visas, you know, refugee. They all refused. They all refused, so no one accepted him. Basically, he he had all the money that he can he can to try to travel with dignity, but it just didn't work out. No one accepted. I had told me about life in Libya before getting on that boat, and looking back, it's easy to see now that it didn't bode well. He told me he and his family lived in a cramped house for 10 days. They were held by people traffickers and there were 125 people there with just one bathroom. The conditions were appalling, but he was still convinced about making 